Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi there, and welcome to So I Got to Thinking, the weekly Sex and the City podcast where we take the timeless questions of Carrie Bradshaw and apply them to modern life and love. You're listening to B.B. London and Judith McBain. That's Juno Dawson and Dylan B. Jones. Hi, Dylan. Hello. But which one of us is B.B. London and which one of us is Judith McBain? I am sassy socialite <laughs> B.B. London. And you can be... What was it she got called? That, that bitch. That, that bitch. Self-righteous. <laughs> yeah. um, Judith McBain. Um, indeed. <laughs> this week we've been watching season four, episode 15 a change of Ooh. address. Oh, very, very clever. It's, it's a play on words. <laughs> I swear it's taken, for some of them, it's taken like literally this rewatch for me to get the pun. <laughs> like a lot of the episodes are puns, aren't they? Oh, Dylan. Um, yeah, I know, I know. Do, um, <laughs> do you have a potted synopsis for us? I do. So uh, the episode, again, centres around Carrie and Aiden. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, like a really significant yeah. part of their storyline. It comes to it comes to a quite an abrupt finish. It really does, um, especially when you think of last yeah. week. Like last week, yeah. they were eating chicken and watching gay porn, and this week yeah. they're kaput. Yeah, and Carrie was going. And I remember, <laughs> in fact, I believe in the original Channel Four transmission of these episodes those two episodes went out as a double bill because at that point they were showing them Uh, they were showing them in in double bills uh and i remember feeling like really whiplash like i don't understand how in the space of one evening this couple has gone from eating kfc in bed to to splitsville and i must admit when when on any rewatch as we near this episode i start to feel really sad because obviously this is Mm. this is the end of the line for my for my yeah. boo for my boo Aiden Shaw, just I love how every every guest we've ever had on this podcast has been so horny for Aiden, whether it's Candice <laughs> or Clara, everyone just loves Aiden. <laughs> Why Tommy? What, what did Tommy make of Aiden? I think Tommy liked. We it. all fancied Aiden. Who doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't fancy Aiden? Because he's really <laughs> sexy. He wears his sleeveless lumberjack shirts he whittles love benches for your friend's wedding gifts he's always got like a he's always got like a mallet or an axe he's got a cute dog who wears a (laughs) neckerchief a shitty diapered dog oh he will play a game of jacks with a flirty bartender this podcast (laughs) we still don't know (laughs) we still don't know what jacks is but we want to play it with Aiden. Yeah, I would play. Um, I would go to Fivesies with Aiden. Frankly, <laughs> <laughs> I just made an obscene gesture that my husband's mother <laughs> never has to see. Um, but um, yeah, this 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 podcast is just an Aiden podcast. It's called Aiden Shoulder yeah. Podcast now, and, and it forever will be. So yeah, I mean, does anything else happen? <laughs> is there anything else in the pot, or is it just Aiden? Um, it's just Aiden in my part. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no. Oh my god, so I loved Miranda so much in this episode. Um, Miranda is really confused as to why she has to always... As to why she's not reacting the same as everyone else when, now that she's found out her baby is going to be a boy. She um, has to and fake that's a, a really sonogram. Interesting... 
yeah, that's got interesting layers that we can get into. Mm. Um, Samantha is, this is such a good episode. Like Samantha's amazing in this episode as well. Um, when she's sort of, sort of surprised to find that she wants to be monogamous with Richard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then poor Charlotte. Oh. Basically, all Charlotte does is go to a tap dancing class by herself, which, which will is come, also which, amazing. Yeah, I mean, actually, everything about this episode this is this is an amazing episode. Yeah, and really good. And actually, really we did good. kind of have a guest lined up for this episode, but we decided actually there's so much episode to get through in this episode that we didn't need yeah. the additional distraction of a guest. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, guest. We'll have you another time. Um, so yeah, let's start off then with Carrie and Aiden. I mean, what went wrong? Um, Well, it was so like, he was so good when she... So basically, to remind listeners, he um, starts really chatting quite seriously about how they're actually going to get married and where and when. And Carrie freaks out. Or did we have the return of Susan Sharon? Susan Oh, I love her so much. This is why we don't need Kim Cattrall in the reboot, because we have Susan Sharon. I know a lot of people really wish Lexi Featherston would somehow come back from the dead. Susan Sharon is right there. Mazel tov, Aiden. Hey, what's new? <laughs> what's new? What's going on with you? Her cash miracle, um, her cashmere connection has returned. The cash miracle is back. Also, I love that Carrie, when she asks what's going on, Carrie's just like, oh, you know, writing, gallivanting, eating, you know, the usual. <laughs> um, what a life. What a life. Um, and what do we make of Carrie wearing her engagement ring around her neck? It now, makes me want that... to kick her in the face, if I'm honest. Yeah, like it's obviously like a strange, like a an, a strange thing to do, and also that outfit in the first scene. No, it's not like, the worst the, one like, she wears this week. The, we'll get onto oh. Carrie's clothes because we. I mean, God, in this episode, there is some of the best things she ever wears, and, and the worst. for me, the literal worst thing she ever wears, <laughs> which we will get to. But um, the ring oh, around I'm the intrigued. neck. It must be the same one, but the ring around the neck. <laughs> I hate it. Because it's so fucking pick me, girl. It's so I'm not like yeah. other girls. It's like I'm oh engaged, my God, so much. but I don't wear my ring on my finger. I'm not like other girls. Yeah. I'm different. I'm special. I'm artsy. She's quirky. Um, she's oh, quirky. She's, yeah. Just like put it on your Carrie finger. Carrie is the ultimate. Try hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Carrie, and along with Zoe Deschanel, is like the ultimate quirky girl. <laughs> yeah, and I don't, I'm assuming, I don't care for new girl either for similar reasons. Um, so that made me. And if I was Aiden, I would, I think, have difficulty with this woman trying to pass it off as it's just closer to my heart this way. Like, presumably he has spent thousands of pounds on... I mean, I know how much engagement rings cost. Thousands of dollars on that ring. And it's tucked down between her boobs. It's a nice... Yeah, and it's a nice ring. And, yeah, I mean, like... It's all fine, like, in the shower, things are slightly awkward when he's saying, oh, we could get married. Um, <laughs> See, that makes I... me love him more. Did you pun in the nude? So, so there was an other, there was, there were two really annoying <laughs> slash amazing wedding joke, wedding puns. There was, we can get married, and then later, oh, Carrie says, a bridal wave. Oh. <laughs> so she puns, um, but she's fully clothed. So, so that's yes. the difference. Do you know, I yeah. cannot still to this day have a shower without thinking of meanwhile in a much more modest shower. So if I'm ever in a <laughs> modest shower, I'm always reminded of Carrie's little phrase. So if I'm ever in like, like you know, when you stay in a hotel and it's like a really extra shower, like with bells yeah. and whistles and stuff, I always think of yeah. my own modest shower. And Carrie and Aiden's <laughs> modest shower. Oh, I love those ones with the jets. You know, it's a good one when it's got the side jets that come in. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, oh, the side jets. I, I like, uh, don't shower with other people. Really. <laughs> I wondered where that was going. I was like, I don't shower. I was like, why? Don't shower. <laughs> ever. I never shower, ever. Well, um, eventually I'm told the body will just clean itself, like with natural oils. <laughs> That's not true, listeners. Don't. But stop. it got me. I mean, I got to. I got to thinking um, when um, when Carrie and Aiden were in the shower together. I thought, I wonder if does Juno, do you and Max ever do that? Or um, certainly no. not really at home, where we have a we have a built-in shower cubicle, and it, yeah, 
he's quite it's quite perky for one of us and max is six foot yeah. four so it's kind of it's quite tricky <laughs> um however i believe a sexy shower can be quite sexy if it's the right okay. shower, but you've got to be a little bit careful that you're not kind of a very hot shower where you're doing lots of heavy breathing um you you can go a bit lightheaded, I think. I think out, yeah, yeah, a bit a bit it becomes like an inadvertent <laughs> steam room. And we I mean we're going back years and years. I mean we're going back twenty years now with actually one of my very first boyfriends when I moved to Brighton. And we uh-huh. did get it on in, in quite a small shower cubicle actually. And I did nearly pass out. It was one of the very few times in my life <laughs> oh my I gosh. literally had to go put my head between my legs and recover, kind of. Um <laughs> So that is a little health warning, but I think a shower can be sexy because mm. then you know you know your partner is clean because you've literally just cleaned them. That's true. I, I That's like true. that. I think yeah, I'm I'm all for, um, I'm all for shower sex. Not with Richard Wright because he's horrible, but um, yeah. the, the act of shower sex I think can be fabulous. He's so reptilian. There's something reptilian mm. about Richard Wright. Isn't there? I've seen him play nice characters, and he can be not reptilian, but um, mm. oh oh oh. I kind of see what Samantha sees because he's powerful and very sexually dominant and confident, but I just yeah. no, no Samantha. Um, but let's not get distracted by Samantha and yes, Richard. Let's yeah. stay with Carrie. So I suppose the inciting incident is not just Susan Sharon and let's get married. Although I love, and maybe this is the first red flag, and maybe there are lots of red flags that we need to wave this episode. Maybe the first red flags actually were let's get married. And then let what was his other one? Winter in Aspen. Just mm. him, a vicar and a bear. Neither of these things are very Carrie. And Carrie does point mm. out, do I look like the grass skirt type? And both of those suggestions are so not Carrie Bradshaw that I wonder if the red flag was like, God, this guy doesn't know me. This guy is just yeah. not right, kind of. And that would be that would be consistent because we've had shades of that mm. before, haven't we? Like when he got the wrong ring and there was something else as well. Like like there have been a oh the, the cabin, cabin as well. Like that just so wasn't yeah. That just so wasn't her. And yeah, that's interesting, actually. Like, she is kind of struggling between really loving him mm. and also being a bit like, is he re- like, are we actually really right for each other? Well, Carrie's like um, an old school romantic. So like, if yeah. I was going to propose to Carrie Bradshaw, I would be like, on a gazebo in Central Park. Or, or on a carriage, yeah. one of those carriages. Like, or we'll just we'll just get really dressed up and get married at Town Hall in New York. You know, kind of, yeah. I mean, let's face it, New York has to be at the wedding. The fact, actually, that yeah. he tries to remove her from New York suggests... Three times he tries to... Because he then later suggests going to Vegas. So three times yeah. he tries to remove Carrie from her beloved Manhattan. And that was never going to work, was it? So. Oh, do you know what would be? Do you know what would be good is if you like rented out Tiffany's <gasps> mm-hmm. as the wedding venue. She would absolutely, she would absolutely love she, that. Well, because she um, later on, obviously, her original wedding to Big is supposed to be in New York Central Library, so we yeah, can see yeah. what she would go for, kind of. Um. So yeah, so maybe that's the first worry. Is just. On some level, she just knows it's not right. And I do, I like the scene when they're at brunch and she's had the big panic attack in the horrible wedding dress. Although I know Carrie's horrible wedding dress doesn't look unlike my wedding dress. I'm so glad you said that because I wrote down a very tentative note saying there are certain similarities. It all fucking comes back in to fashion is the thing. And wedding dresses have always kind of... You know, now, you know, there, were, there was a period 10 years ago where everybody was wearing kind of like those Herve Leger bandage dresses at weddings. And mm. now they look a bit tacky and nobody's really wearing bodycon mm. wedding dresses. And now, you know, an older silhouette is coming back and the woman who mm. designed my wedding dress has been like, everybody wants great big shoulders and great big sleeves, very romantic yeah. dresses. Whereas in the noughties, yeah. it was very, very streamlined dresses. And whereas now we're going, you know, lace, just as a, as a fabric, lace became very maligned in the noughties and you didn't get a lot of lace on wedding dresses. But now, you know, you're seeing very, very romantic, almost Italian lace looking dresses. Mm. So everything comes back and around. And, you know, yeah. with my dress, I based it on 
a very sort of Victorian silhouette. If you're looking backwards, like you're cool. always looking forwards, I think. so. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, it's much more interesting than just like the straight down hmm. one. The sort of like the one that she wore to the black and white. Oh, we'll talk about that later because like... that is a stunning, stunning dress. I don't know why mm. that's in her wardrobe, but it's beautiful. Um, so yeah, Miranda <laughs> takes Carrie to some like wedding dress outlet store where they try on some very yeah. unlikely 80s wedding dresses. I'm not sure why they have those in stock. Um, um, I love the two of them in there though when they go in and and Carrie's like Miranda has everything but the gown and the groom. Oops, um, <laughs> just clearly having fun. And the poor the poor woman. I felt they were mocking her. They were mocking her dresses. Yeah, they were. Um, they were. And yeah, then then Carrie very quickly goes from having hysterical laughter to a full blown panic attack with hives, yeah. with painful looking hives. Yeah. And um, um. Charlotte does rightly say, this is your fault. Like, what were you thinking <laughs> taking her to that dump? It was an experiment that went awry. Um, and I like that scene where, I think is it Charlotte says, or is it Miranda says, why did you say yes? And, yeah. and it does kind of, it kind of, if we cast our minds back a few weeks to when Carrie did say yes in the first place, it wasn't that she desperately wanted to get married. It's that she's in love with Aiden, you know, and she yeah. does love Aiden and she's kind of blindsided. She's blinded by the ring, which she's kind of fixated on. And then in this episode, she says it herself, a man you love gets down on one knee. You, you say, say yes. yes. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, that's in the history of every person I've ever met. Do I know anyone who has actually said a flat no to a marriage proposal? No. So an ex of mine once brought up marriage and I said not while it's civil partnership because it was pre my transition and I just felt civil partnership was bullshit. Um, So I said I wouldn't ever accept a proposal to a civil partnership. Mm. So that was kind of a very roundabout no kind of. But I, I've known a number of proposals or engagements which have been called off. I know I think I know three people who've called off engagements. But in terms of in terms of saying no, no, I don't know anyone. And I'd be really interested to hear from listeners out there. Hello, listeners, call this hotline. Um <laughs> have you said no? Has somebody dropped down in front of you, ring in hand? And have you said no? Because I think that must be a very, very difficult thing to say no to. I think it's yeah. in many ways it's easier to say yes and fix it later, which yeah. which is Samantha's argument for marriage, which is just marry him, and if it doesn't work, <laughs> divorce him. Get divorced. Which I mean, I kind of, I mean, I kind of quite like that approach in a way. Yeah, um, Max <laughs> and I we didn't commit to forever and ever because I think that's crazy. You know, my parents got divorced and it was the right thing for them to do. You know, my parents weren't happy anymore and being around their unhappiness would have been so destructive for my sister and I. It was Mm. better that they split up. And again, but Carrie's very old fashioned and very romantic and, she says, I can't, I can't tell Aiden forever and ever when what I mean is for the foreseeable future. Whereas mm. literally when I agreed to marry Max, it's because I don't see me being with anybody else right now. You know, who yeah. knows what could happen to us in the next decade, you know, anything could yeah. happen. And I, yeah. I wanted to go into my marriage realistically and yeah, just un- understanding the All way that, that everything changes and that nothing stays the same ever. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 great. Um, the I always found the till death do us part stuff quite well. I don't know, just quite intense. Right, <laughs> um, very intense. Um, yeah, we've we've changed. But, we've changed um, as a society. You know, the idea that a wife yeah. would belong to her husband which was literally mm. legally true until quite recently, you know. Yeah. Um, a, w- a woman couldn't get a loan of her own until the early 80s. Um, so it's kind of, God. you know, 
it's things are different now and i and i would never agree to till death do us part or forever and ever i think that's insane but carrie is old school and i think really deep down she knows aiden is not the right guy i think yeah um and he so he's really good in the chat when you know when he's coming through her wall yes and she like goes over and she like she's really good too mm. she like says i just i know i'm not supposed to say this but i need mm-hmm. to talk to you and he's really really understanding um and says i need to take a minute here but he like gets it or he says he gets mm. it and then when they're by the fountain it turns he doesn't out get he it. doesn't get it and that's which that. i've literally had happen to be in real life again that oh, same really? boyfriend the same shower boyfriend so this was my first boyfriend and i said my head is spinning. I feel like I'm panicking. In fact, I think I felt a bit how Carrie feels in this episode. It was uh-huh. my first real serious boyfriend as an adult. And uh-huh. it just all of a sudden had been going so well, so well, so well. And then I really hit a wall. And I knew that there were some problems in our relationship that were not... It was... I think they were deal breakers. And I didn't mm. know how to end things. And I said, look, I need some time. I need a break. I did say, you know, can we go on a break? And and he was like, yep, that's fine. Take all the time you need. 20 fucking four hours later, he was like, I need an answer now. And I was like, this is not mm. what we agreed. And so, and it didn't go his way because I said, well, if you're making me decide now, I have to say no. And, yeah. and maybe, you know, Aiden does the same, but at the same time, you know, if you've not watched the episode recently, it all comes to a head after a fabulous party at Richard Wright's hotel yeah. by a beautiful fountain in Central Park where Aiden says, let's get married right now because you're freaking out and the best way to deal with your freaking out is to just get married in Vegas. And Carrie's like, um, you're no. not listening to me. You are freaking me out. And then Aiden yeah. has a bit of a breakdown. He kind of has a bit of a tantrum and says, you know, if you don't want to marry me now, you'll never want to marry me. Yeah. And the difficult thing is we never know, we'll never know. Mm. Because and I think it's very very telling that he runs off and gets married very quickly. Mm. Remember when Aiden shows up in the first episode of season 6, he's already married and has a child. So let's yeah. say season 5 and the rest of series 4, let's say that takes 18 months. So yeah. in the space of 18 months, Aiden is married and has a baby. That's intense. Which says to me, he is like one of those guys who just really wants to get married. You know, have yeah. we already had the taxi metaphor that, you know, women drive around like taxis in New York and their lights are always on. Whereas men can drive around Manhattan for years without the, without the go sign on kind of. And then they turn yeah. the light on and the first person to get in the cab they marry and I think I think that was season wasn't there season one there was an episode about the marrying yeah. guy or like a storyline about the marrying mm. guy and I think Aiden is and and it's really difficult because there is a parallel world let's call it the the Aiden verse where he <laughs> gave her some time and yeah. she realised there isn't a man in New York better than Aiden Shaw I've resolved my weird leftover shit with Big. We're just friends now. I really want to marry Aiden because no man is going to love me like he does, treat me as well as he does. I adore him. He makes me laugh. He is the best one. I want to marry that one. And maybe she would have got there. But we'll never know because Aiden, unfortunately, throws a little shit fit. And I think he Uh. kind of cuts his losses And I wonder if what's scaring Aiden is what if I give this woman four years and then she decides it's not right? I I wonder Mm. if it's... And let's face it, Carrie is nuts. And Aiden has now invested (laughs) two years in Carrie Bradshaw. Yes, to to varying to varying results. I mean, she did cheat on him, and he took her back. I mean, she really did fuck yeah. him over. We need to remember that Carrie really fucked over Aiden last year. Yeah. Um, and maybe he just—it's gambling, isn't it? And maybe he's taken his heart off the table, and that is that is a Carrie yeah. Bradshaw ism from later in the series. But, um, 
Yeah. So Aiden, that's it. And I, fi- I find that's that it. scene, the last scene where she goes into the other half of the apartment and lies in his arms, yeah. I find it incredibly hard to watch. Um, yeah. The idea that you just have this one last night with someone. And there's still what's so beautiful. There's still so much affection between them. And I, I must at the time I didn't understand why they couldn't make it work. A part of me still doesn't understand why they can't make it work. But I can kind of see it from both sides as well. Yeah, and that's what's good about how they did mm. it. Like it didn't feel it didn't feel like forced because John Corbett's like contract was up or whatever. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like it felt very like it was a bit sudden. But it felt very organic and like it made sense, I thought. Um, and again, quite bold. I think, you know, any other TV show you'd be working towards a wedding, you know, and, you know, there yeah. was probably a conversation where at some point you'd, is the last episode of series for a wedding, you know, is it all building to that? Yeah. And so it's narratively weird that like four episodes from the end of the series, they're like, nope, they, she breaks it off. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. But I think I think that's what makes Sex and the City so iconic, though, is it's... I mean, is it quite... I was thinking about this. Like, it is quite unpredictable mm. at points, um, which is which is great. We love that. Like, anything that keeps us on our toes is amazing. She cheats on him. Um, she calls off an engagement. Yeah, it's, yeah. Unconventional. And, um, yeah, and I, I think, you know, it's all part of this, you know, people say they don't like Carrie. I'm not sure you're always meant to like Carrie. And that's fine, that's yeah. fine, viewers. Um, <laughs> let's take a lovely break here. Yes. And when we come back, we will attempt to answer the question, are we programmed? Speech in a sec. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. And welcome back to So I Got to Thinking. It's just Juno and Dylan this week and we're talking about um, episode 15, A Change of Address. Um, And we need to answer Carrie's question, are we programmed to want things like marriage and babies and family? Did I just say family twice? No, marriage, baby. Well, you said marriage, marriage, baby, family, houses. Are we programmed? And at home, yeah. And that's a really interesting conversation again harking back to my evolutionary psychology days but shall we oh shall yes. we do <laughs> well which of the girls shall we do first miranda charlotte or samantha um let's do let's do miranda miranda and um, how yeah. does one fake a sonogram dylan do you want to fake a sonogram <laughs> <laughs> i will now i will now fake my no. sonogram um, <laughs> listeners, we invite so, you to fake a sonogram wherever you are now, even if you're on public transport. Go on, just do it. Just fake a sonogram. Go on. Just... Or in the supermarket or uh, where, just wherever you Send are. Send us pictures it. of you faking um, sonograms. We'll, we'll yes. post them. Oh my God, please do that. We will post them with your permission. We will post them to our Instagram. <laughs> but please do send us pictures of you faking a sonogram. 
I love it when she does it at the black and white ball and she's like, if I keep doing this, I'm going to hurt my neck. Um, we've not seen Magda in ages. I love that Magda is yeah. back. I love that Magda's around. After what, like a season and yeah, a half? Like, when would you, like, this, this, this might only be the second occurrence of Magda. Yeah, because we had the Virgin yeah, Mary which was season when she three. Like, made the... And then <laughs> yeah. so, so we've seen so little of Magda, Carrie has to reintroduce her as Miranda's yes. housekeeper, Magda. But we love her. Boy! Smile for a boy! Boy's highest blessing! I love her so much. The late Lynn Cohen, who we adore at So yeah, Much Thinking. Yeah. Um, um, but it was it's really interesting, this storyline, because it made me think of, like, how far we've come and in how and in some cases like how we've gone backwards with this kind of thing Mm -hmm. like gender reveal (laughs) parties and like all that kind of shit um if like this was if this episode was set in 2021 it'd be miranda like desperately dodging friends who were like trying to throw her Mm. a gender reveal party just we need to in Um, the uk we need to be so resistant of gender reveal parties we must not adopt it it's like, also, you are special already. You are having a child. You do not need any more specialness in your life. Um, yeah. We talked about this with Alice, who is now heavily pregnant. Congratulations to Alice, Beverton Palmer. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, she just doesn't want to know. <laughs> and why? Yeah. Because gender is a construct. Although, did you notice the the doctor carrying out the sonogram just said, do you want to know the baby's sex, not gender? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very good. I think that, I don't know, I feel like gender reveal parties, they had like a moment, didn't they, a couple of years ago, and I feel like they're slightly going out Oh, it's really naff, and there was the people who died at one, you know, there was the notable one in America where people exploded. Didn't one start a wildfire as well? Correct, gender reveal parties starting a bushfire, so you just don't do do it, and you don't don't know, like 0.2% of live births are intersex. Like, 0.5% oh, yeah. of the population is trans. You know, just... And also, you know, as long as baby is happy and healthy and mum mm. and parents are happy and healthy... Who cares? Who gives two shits? And as well, I sometimes think with gender, really, you just start pushing gender onto a baby anyway. Like, yeah. you know, now that Miranda has faked her sonogram, you know, are people going to start buying her blue shit? Because... Probably. I know, you know, a lot of my friends who had babies were really, really mindful of, I don't want your gendered shit. Please don't bring me this stuff. Mm. You know, I want my child to be able to decide what things they want, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's always <laughs> so funny. I, I think my, my friend Sam won't mind saying, hi, Sam. She long-time listener, my friend Sam. We went out for brunch hi, a couple of weeks ago. And little baby, her little baby Persephone was wearing just this really cute little grey romper. It was yeah. grey and so many people said, what's he called? And I'm yeah. like, really? Still in yeah. the year of our Lord, 2021, a child in grey is still defaulted to male. My mum always tells me about, I used to get she a lot when I was little because I grew my, and bless my parents, they could they were just so amazing with this kind of thing. Like... I wanted to grow my hair. This mm. was when I was older than a baby, when I was like a toddler. I wanted to grow my hair and I grew it right down to my waist and just wow. thought I was a girl. Including one time, this is a time that my mum always remembers when I was on the beach naked playing with other kids and they thought I was a girl because I had long hair, but I was naked. <laughs> but they saw the hair and didn't look at like the more they obvious... They were really trans-inclusive kids. They thought you were transitioning. That That's true. I, I never thought <laughs> really of it. Really trans-inclusive, Dylan. My God, don't be reading the trans-inclusive children of the beach. Of the of, of Torquay Beach, yeah. Exactly. It's just a very um... clear beach. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so Miranda's faking a sonogram. Um, yeah. And I do, I also love the moment where she feels that kick inside and all of a sudden it kind of becomes very real to her. Yeah. So it, it's something she needed to feel, <clears throat> not see. Yeah. Um, Charlotte. And do you know, actually, I made fun of you earlier for not noticing the change of address pun. Oh, yeah. But I just, this is the first time I got the line, she tapped into her pain oh yeah (laughs) and all i think is in the writer's room like right in this episode we need charlotte to you know tap into her pain and somebody was like hold my drink (laughs) i've got it 
they were really someone was really into the puns on this yeah. it was full of puns and i kind of agreed with charlotte when she said you shouldn't invite you shouldn't invite people to this class where you're supposed to i thought i felt that like the instructor should have just gone and like dance with her across i was like go to her and like help her you know go with her as someone who <laughs> used to teach pe that's exactly what you would have done if yeah. there was a spare child you would have been their partner um, so yeah, that that is crazy that there was such an easy fix. Charlotte's reaction was, of course, <laughs> ludicrous. And I love when she like leaves in the wrong direction and has to like pad back the other way. <laughs> and she's so dashing. bossy. She's so bossy as well in in her um in the earlier scene where she tells the other man how to dance. Chill, Charlotte. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I do love that whole scene that, and very beautifully shot where you see her exit in the mirror as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, awkward. Um, which leaves just Samantha and Richard Wright and JJ in his column. Um, I have something that's going to... Well, it might not shock you, actually, because we've been doing this podcast for a long time. I absolutely love JJ. (laughs) I think I might need therapy, but I just think he's just hilarious. (laughs) We're going to start a GoFundMe for Dylan's therapy. If you can give anything at this difficult time to help our friend... Get the help he so richly deserves. And <laughs> um, please give anything you can. The Richard Wright Therapy Fund. Yeah, oh, <laughs> God. JJ is disgusting and you're mad. Um, I don't think Samantha should have called him limp dick because it's not his fault. He suffers from erectile no. dysfunction. Work Charlotte swoops in for that one. Um, yeah. However, the whole I must have caught it from one of you people line is iconic. Like, oh, I, yeah, think I, I think I have, I have monogamy. monogamy. Um, genius. It's also amazing when she, um, at the ball, like when she sees, oh, what's her name? The woman who Richard's sleeping with. Judith McVeigh. Judith McVeigh. Mm-hmm. When she says Judith McVeigh, and she says, I'm going to go over there and be completely calm and completely professional and then just like has a face like absolute thunder mm-hmm. and just like runs away. We need to talk about how amazing everyone looks at the black and white party. Yeah. And particularly, yeah. I know Carrie's wedding dress, that's not a wedding dress, gets a lot of attention. But Samantha's black and yes. white, like, snow leopard. Oh! Yeah. Oh, I would wear that in a heartbeat. I don't know who it's by, but that is stunning. The one shoulder. Oh, that is yeah. right up my street. And it's just the sort of thing, like, Michelle Visage would say on Drag Race, is she would say, like, I love how you took the black and white, and instead of just wearing block colours, you decided to be a snow leopard. Like, yes. Like, with the earrings, and, like, just all of it was incredible. Stunning. Aiden looks hot. And, yes, yeah. Carrie looks extraordinary in that gown oh god just yeah. incredible i like Why the little detail the gown because <laughs> it is a wedding because it basically wedding is a wedding dress yeah. i like the li- i noticed by the fountain the little detail of she has like the train on like a she's holding up the train like around mm-hmm. her wrist with on like a band mm-hmm. which i thought was really cool like a wedding dress yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I love the earrings and I love the hair. The princess layer hair is amazing as well. What was the carry? What was the outfit that you? Oh, it must be the belt around the. And then, like, the tree. She's wearing, like, a sort of tree. She has Groot. She's got Groot from Guardians of the Galaxy in her hair. hair. She's wearing a belt around her rib cage on her bare skin. That belt's not holding anything up. Except her ribs, the 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 blouse under her bra. There was a lot. There was a lot going on. Wasn't insane. there? Insane. And I must. <laughs> there was a period in this season where the outfits had gone for me too far. Right. And actually, I think after this season, partly because Carrie was pregnant in the next series, but then in season right. six, the outfits get way less kooky. In fact, yeah. Carrie even says herself, you know, when when. Samantha tries to dress her up in series five. It's time for ladies to cover it up. You know, <laughs> yeah, I remember the, that. Yeah. The, the rock board, the rock hard abs go yeah. away next season, largely because she was pregnant. But, um, <laughs> yeah. oh God, Carrie, a gingham bell around an exposed midriff. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's my least favorite thing she wears in all six seasons. It's and very she wears Jody some Hart. mad shit, but that is inexcusable. I was going to say it's very Jodie Harsh. I don't mean Jodie. I mean Jodie Marsh. It's very Jodie Marsh wearing the belt, a belt over The belt her. boob yeah. thing. Yeah. Ooh, no, Carrie. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. It's 
Again, a bit like the ring around the neck. It's a kook too far for me. <laughs> just, just a bit too far. Just too far. Um, JJ said, I can think of a few other places I'd like to put my column. <laughs> Is that why you like him? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> um, but for some reason, I do. Um, so, Samantha, yeah, I mean, not much to get from this storyline, really. Because I've got a feeling think. next week, he does. They do decide to be monogamous anyway. Um, so it's, so it's yes. all a bit of a false, false start. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, it's Samantha's evolution, isn't it? You know, where yeah. kind of she's she. I mean, the face she makes when Charlotte says, "You never want to get married," and Samantha's, like, <laughs> um, which is brilliant. And again, it's always been a slight disappointment of mine that season six ended with all four of them nicely coupled up in relationships but Mm. i'm really glad that samantha to date has not got married anyway yeah um i think that's she's she has stayed true to herself on that one um so to wrap up are we programmed to want these things Richard Dawkins, notable dreadful person, says that we are because of our selfish genes and that we are just little machines who desperately want to Mm. replicate ourselves so there are more of our genes. I think we're, I do think we're, 100% think that we're programmed, but definitely not by genes, by society, obviously. Mm. Yeah. Oh, social psychology that. why don't you come up and see <laughs> take that Richard Dawkins um, yeah I mean obviously that's a generalisation but I think like loads of people are understandably programmed and pressured by society yeah to want marriage 100 percent including some friends of a friend who a woman has just left a perfectly good relationship because her parents wanted her to have an arranged marriage Mm. Not the not with that guy, with our guy, you know, and right. sure enough, she's yeah. gone through with it, which I think is perplexing, but yeah. also socially understandable because of the yeah. scenario that that woman is in. But um, I am mindful of genetic predeterminism because mm-hmm. I think when when you start talking about things being genetic, it's just always a hop, skip, and a jump to eugenics. Yeah. Like, I'm always very mindful of, as soon as people start talking about, you know, biology or genetics, you know, you're always skirting perilously close to, like, race theory and measuring yeah. craniums and all that nonsense. I do put some, I do, I remember when we were discussing it last mm. time, just a couple of weeks ago, I do put some stead in it. Like, I believe that we have instincts. Um, yeah, we are, we are I, evolved from hunters and yeah. gatherers. And I guess it could be argued that, like, having kids could be an instinct sometimes. It's not for me, but it might be for a lot of people. We, again, we haven't got a womb in the room. We are wombless Mm. in this room. Mm. And a lot of my cis female friends have spoken about a powerful desire to not just raise children, but to birth children. Mm. We've talked about this numerous times during Charlotte's IVF as well. Yeah. That it it has to be more than a whim. You know, I've seen couples tear their lives apart to try have children. So I think there has to be a biological element there somewhere, even if it's just insane hormones. And something that I can speak on is how powerful hormones are, you know, you know, my life has been dominated first by testosterone and then later by estrogen, you know, and and I'm mm. a very different person without testosterone than I was with testosterone. So I know, I know that hormones very much change the way we think without a shadow of a doubt. And, mm. and so I, I don't know if it's about so much programmed as we are mammals. You know, we are animals. Yeah. I, you know, we we are very, very highly evolved and highly social creatures, um, but we are still mammals, and we we our bodies are funny, weird things. Like we make milk in our boobs, you know. <laughs> it's like if you put bits of our bodies together and mix the juice of one body with the juice of another body, you can make a 
baby. That's so science fiction. But well, it's so, so sci-fi. True. That's what Carrie it's says. So sci-fi, black and white yeah. Ball. Mm-hmm. It's like those alien though, eggs. Do you mm. remember those alien eggs at school where you could put the two aliens together? Yeah, it's just mad. <laughs> just it is mad. So I, but then something that Carrie doesn't really go into because again she kind of answers half a question is maybe we program but we don't have to do shit about it. You mm. know, we we yeah. still we have free will, Carrie. Because I mean that this you know the the parallel conversation to talking about programming is is free will and predestination. And some people really, really believe in fate. You know, and that's a, that's a question that I think we'll, we either have answered with Carrie or we will answer with Carrie, you know, about the power of destiny and fate. And I think we briefly touched on it with Tanya. I yes. The episode with Tanya. Yes. So I remember she talked about Hinduism and that was interesting. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah. so I think maybe we are to some extent programmed be it biologically or be it socially but that doesn't mean we have to we're not slaves to any sort of programming i don't think mm. i just know that i just wanted to get married and not you know to lock max down because i think we'd quite successfully done that by getting a mortgage together kids um <laughs> but it was more I wanted an amazing party where all my friends came and yeah. we ate nice food and I wore a big stupid dress, you know, yeah. and that didn't feel that everything about that day felt like a choice, you know, yeah. because in many ways, the more sensible choice would have been to not bother in the middle of a pandemic kind of. Um, but I'm, I'm really glad we did. Um, yeah. so, so I think to answer Carrie's question, are we programmed to want these things? Somewhat. Mm. <laughs> I would love to be able to give you a yes no answer, but I don't think it's a yes no question. No. Or maybe it's a yes. What do we think? Because we are, you're right, we are so societally programmed. Yeah. We are. And that's how I that's how I saw it. Like yeah. that's how I saw the question. But I don't know, but if we're talking about it's layered, isn't it? As yeah. usual. Because I mean society <laughs> definitely wants to all you have to do is listen to politicians wanging on about family values. Oh my god! Really? It's when when they say family like, values, they mean straight, married, sister. And never, and you know what? Never was that more apparent than during like lockdown and the, like all the rules that were brought. Yeah, don't mm. get me started. But um, yeah. But, it, yeah. I always feel family values should come with a wink. It's such a dog whistle. <laughs> family values, <laughs> yeah. no gays here. Family yeah. values, no trans kids. Yeah. You know, family values, get married. Um, yeah. Monogamy. Um, yeah. God, because I mean, that's a whole other... We've talked about monogamy many times, but I, I truly believe that, again, we are, we're not programmed biologically to be monogamous. I think we're programmed mm. societally. I think biologically we we were never meant to be monogamous, I don't think. No, I, I, I would agree. But I also mm. would never judge people. <laughs> I'm always really careful to say that. Yeah. No judgment. Yeah. Um. No judgment. Um. <laughs> cool next week so when you join us next week things are going to be just a little bit different and um, we figured here at so i got to thinking that you would be as excited as we are about and just like that which of course starts next thursday on um sky tv or now tv the day after it airs in america um so yeah, so we are going to temporarily pause season four because we figured you'd want to talk about and just like that right away. Um, yeah. So, and we hope we just we couldn't we couldn't not. How could we not? And like we don't want to wait until we finished. We know that everybody's going to be talking about and just like that. And this is the single yeah. biggest thing to happen ever. <laughs> <laughs> the single biggest thing to happen in the lives of Sex and the City fans in yeah. like a decade. Yeah. So of course. We're going to. So what will happen is Dylan and I are going to watch the episodes when they come out on Thursday, but then the episodes will still be available the following Tuesday. So dear listener, you don't need to do anything. The episodes will come to you each Tuesday. And we figured as well that gives you like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It gives you five days to watch the episode so that nothing we say is going to give you any spoilers. But of course, if for whatever reason you're not watching and just like that, that's fine. Just skip skip those episodes. Yep. And when and just like that's finished, we will resume season four from where we got to. Yeah. 
So there you go. And just like and that. And just like that. <laughs> just like that. HBO derailed our fucking podcast. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, HBO. No, we're very excited. Please send us free things. We, we enjoy free things, HBO. <laughs> we love you. So we'll so we'll see you next week. <gasps> we'll see you next Tuesday. Like see you oh next my Tuesday. god, what's it gonna be? Just it's <laughs> mind blown. It's just gonna be like however long. So obviously it's a it's a bumper episode as well. We have we've yeah. got three episodes to binge. So and we've hopefully got um, an exciting an guest exciting guest well. we think as well to be confirmed yes. but we think there's going to be an yes. exciting guest as well um, so yeah until then um, stay safe and we'll see you next week for Just Like That <gasps> bye bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.